Get ready to suck some dicks. <laughs> yep, pretty much. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Boneyard Arcade Podcast. You seriously shuffled your shit as soon as I say that. I need to get in spot. It's fine. Let's let's go. <laughs> let's keep going. Uh, as always, I'm Lucky Bones. And I'm Grim Bones. And I, I think there's something different going on in today's show. Um, I, You're wearing your, hair, your, your hat backwards. I'm wearing my hat backwards this Holy way. Shit. I was really hoping that you'd notice. <laughs> um, I thought about it all day and just... You went with it. Yeah, Where but did I did you notice you're wearing white today with a little bit of pink, some black. Did you get shit all over you? I, I actually did kind of, like, yeah. You dyed and grew your hair since last week. It's amazing. It looks really good. It's all those steroids that I've been taking. I, you pump them into your eyeballs and your hair grows really long. I don't know. I was wondering what you were doing over there in the corner. You had no pants on. You were running around really weird and just putting stuff in your eyes. <laughs> That's exactly what I was, was doing. Really no, weird. obviously I'm in cosplay. <laughs> What army? Cosplay! Cosplay, Jesus Christ! Okay, and so why the cosplay? Uh, well, I kind of made like a blood pact with everybody on Twitter. Okay. I said if the video got a thousand views, which by now it totally does, mm -hmm. and it's not sitting at nine something right now, not at all, um, and if I if we got 200 subscribers, I said that I would wear a costume, so awesome. here it is. Okay, and so who gets your underwear after the show? <laughs> the highest bidder! Maybe this week's reward. It could be you. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, so it's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. It's, it's warm in here. It is. And it, you're not going to survive the full however long we manage to talk for. Look, if I drop dead, at least like move my corpse into the camera view so no, that I mean, it looks like you're talking to somebody. We'll you put you on going. the shelf and you'll just join all my other shit and we'll just... Will you have me embalmed? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll be in the new table. We'll, we'll put the microphone arm off you. <laughs> I, was, I was more thinking like a giant fish, you know, like Billy Bass, the singing one where you push the button and he goes, rah, 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 and he sings something turn country. What would you say if you were to turn your head every time I pushed your button? Oi, fuck off, can! <laughs> can we say that? No, I don't think you can. YouTube, gone. See you later. Ejected. We're not monetized Trump anyway. is going to evict us. Um... So the cosplay is cool. This is great. I, I believe you're doing a sh uh, shoot or you've done nice, a shoot. Nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> so seamless. Yeah, no, I did a shoot today. Um, shot with Joshy. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Might as well wear it on the podcast too. So I feel really fat and um, I'm, you know, a bit, a bit exposed here. But that's all right. It's cool. It's great because it. I, I love these kinds of suits. The, the Zente suits, the, the spandex. I've got the Spider-Man suit. One of the coolest things about it, regardless of how you feel in it, is that it's got some lines and shit on it that make it look awesome. You've got yes. abs. You've got your little. I'm so cut you've right got now. Your contoured bits, the airbrushed muscles and stuff are awesome. And my boob, like they airbrushed my boob, and it's just like it's got that. I look like I've got hefty tits. Yeah, but I really don't. I there was one time I did some airbrushing on a on a spandex suit. You airbrushed my spandex. Suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a few, but there was this one time where afterwards I realized that put a belly button on it. Don't do that. Don't do belly buttons. Nah. No? No, nah, okay. it just doesn't work because it looks like a little pot belly. <laughs> bad, bad idea. Do not That's so awkward. do that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, so you don't want to you don't want to do that. Lesson so. learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the cosplay thing, you're you've done a shoot in this. Is this gonna be something that you wear to a convention soon? Yes, and hopefully you will join me <laughs> in the spandex again. The, the plan is that I'll get the the, the symbiote suit, the, yeah. the the black suit, Spider Man suit, and wear it to Oz Comic Con. I think that's the plan. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's the plan. last last I heard that was the plan. That's the plan. Have you changed it. Yeah, no, no. I just, Dan doesn't remember everything <laughs> that Dan says. Dan has a drinking problem. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, no, 
<laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to be wearing these suits to Oz Comic Con. Hopefully by then it's not stinking hot. I think last year it was kind of cold from what I can remember. I'm not good with seasons. Yeah. But I'm really not. I mean, either way, if you sweat in it, you freeze. If you don't sweat in it and it's cold outside, yeah. you freeze. So Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> so yeah. That's okay. So but, it's um, not so bad. I, I actually got asked a question on Twitter okay. that I thought maybe it would be worth talking about tonight. Yep. Um, somebody asked me once on Twitter what it's like to cosplay in public. Okay. Um, and it kind of ties in to what I did over the weekend. What I did is I went out and shot these costumes. Like I shot Gwenham yep. and I shot Power Girl. Yep. Um, and Power Girl, I didn't have dance tights for. Okay. Um, and any of the people out there who have ever cosplayed a character that doesn't wear pants usually wears dance tights mm-hmm. um, and knows how important they are. Yeah, if you don't know who Power Girl is, Google the character. You get to see the amazing costume that needs dance tights. Yes, because I was 99% arsed that day. <laughs> and I was we were down at the beach because we went and shot on these amazing rocks and it just overlooks the, the sea and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is majestic as shit. Yeah. I've got to record here and stuff. So you were shooting in public, but it was down at like the beach with like a lighthousey kind of setting? Is it down or, like on the rocks on the beach? It's on the rocks and it's like and it just looks out into the ocean like... But at the same time, it's like a really popular kind of like photography touristy spot. Okay. Um, And so people were down there and they were with their kids and they were walking around with their partners. And I'm standing on the rocks and I'm in this white leotard and, you know, it's windy as shit. Holy damn, was it windy. And so I'm standing on the rocks in heels in this unitard with my cape blowing everywhere and I'm wearing a wig and I can't see shit and I've got gloves on and I'm trying like trying to touch my face. I'm just yelling at Josh the whole time. I'm like, Josh, I can't see anything. I can't feel my hands. My feet hurt. I whinged the whole time. Yeah. Anybody who had spent time with me that day would have hated me. Yeah. Like if you'd met me on that day and you came to that shoot, you would have been like, holy shit. And I can see Josh is in the distance. He's nodding. He's like, yes. He's just like, oh my God, what a pain in the ass. Life sucks. Right. Um, but the looks that you sometimes get. Yep. Um, I heard people laughing. I don't know if they were laughing at me. I just automatically assumed that they were laughing at me. But at the same time, I don't know. A lot of people walk past and they're like, they're curious. Like, what are you? Are you a superhero? And you're like, yeah, I'm a superhero. And they're like, what's this for? And then you try and explain what cosplay is. And it's just like, oh, I dress up as characters when I make a costume and stuff. And they look at you like, yeah, but why? And that that's probably the biggest thing is when people say, yeah, why? And I'm like, oh, fun? Yeah. They're like, seems like a lot of effort for fun. And I'm like, Do you yeah. have fun? Do you know what fun is? But then sometimes I look at it and I'm like, I didn't have to stand on the rocks in a unitard with the wind in my hair and blowing my cape everywhere with heels on that hurt. Yeah. I didn't have to do that. Yeah. But I did it. Yeah. And it was good. It was actually enjoyable. Yeah. It was really it's, good. it's been fun. I mean, I've I've had some shoots in the city. And I have worn costumes in the city for different events. I know you have as well. So, I mean, going from somewhere that's like the beach and, you know, where it's a bit more of an outdoorsy, not so populated area to looking at the city and the looks that you'll get in the city, walking through the city streets sometimes, especially if it's not an event on. Um, If you've got like a free comic book day or something and there is like 80 to 100 or, you know, 200 people walking around in costumes – the people walking past tend to be like, oh, yeah, there's an event on. Hmm, yeah. But when you are like the only one person or two people walking through the city and you are there in like your Robin outfit with your eye yep. mask and cape and you're walking and then you sit in the, the Pitt Street Mall in Sydney, um, the Pitt Street Mall food court, and you sit down with your cape on and your eye mask, holding your bow staff, your gloves on, eating like a burger from KFC – People just look at you really weird. They're just like, this guy needs, he, he's getting out. Like, I can see he's getting out, but he needs to get out less. Yeah. He needs to go back home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, congratulations. You got out. Go home. Because <laughs> take it home. Take it your home. Your parents haven't looked after you properly just yet. Yeah. It's, 
It's it feels like that. I I think um it's it's even hard sometimes. You'll be at a convention and people who aren't going to the convention who are walking past outside will look at it uh, look at it and be like. What what are these geeks doing? What are these nerds doing here? Like that was pretty much the way I felt today. Like we went down to Olympic Park, yep. and Olympic Park is where we usually go for Supernova and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, cool, I know this place. And I got there, and there was no convention on, and there were no people dressed up. And I'm like, <laughs> holy shit! And I took <laughs> off my coat, and I'm standing in this suit, and I'm like, this is not inconspicuous at all. Yeah, I'm just I'm this big white blob bouncing around, you know. Olympic Park, and I'm like, are we going to get thrown out? Are people going to come over and call me a hooker? You know, what's going to happen here? Did you get random people just coming over and like holding their camera phone up or taking mm, photos or anything? No, not this time around. There was a lady at the Power Girl shoot who came over and she's like, can I please take a photo of you? You look great. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. That makes me feel a lot better because I feel like everybody's been watching me calling me a freak the whole time. Yeah. I think the upside to the whole cosplay, uh, cosplay in public thing is when you get kids recognizing the character. Kids lose their mind. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. If you're wearing a cape, they they see you and they're like superhero 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 yeah instantly dad there's a superhero here i think there was a there was a little girl down at the rocks who was with her dad or a boy or something and they thought when i was dressed as power girl they were seeing a superhero they're like dad there's a superhero over there yeah i'm just like yes i'm not a slut <laughs> ah, i'm like i'm a hero that's the thing it's like you'll either be looked at as a freak you're looked at as a hooker mm. or you're looked at as just someone who is is a bit different yeah. and they they look at you and they're like oh yeah they're doing a thing let's avoid them yeah no but to be fair i think cosplay in public is hard but it's really yeah. fun oh yeah yeah as long as you just don't give a shit about what other people are thinking of you because at the end of the day they're gonna walk past and they're like that's weird and they'll keep walking and they'll forget yeah and usually i mean if you're at the point where you are wearing cosplay to begin with you usually don't mind without like what other people will think yeah exactly um, it's it's a hobby that is so out there and different to what everyday dress is like and it's literally like people look at that who don't cosplay they look at that and they're like halloween is once a year yeah. That is when we might dress up and usually it's something sexy because, hey, I'm at the office party and I'm having some fun. Yeah. They will wear something sexy, but then they look at it and they're like, why are you wearing costumes when it's not even Halloween, you freak? Yeah. But yeah, you've got other people who respect the, you know, what goes on. I, I think people would look at this suit and realize they'd first go, what the hell? And then they look at it and be like, that's actually pretty cool. And that's I, just. You, you know, hear people, they'll they'll identify a costume like by the vagueness of something. They'll like, you, you know, recognize it's a skin tight suit yep. and it's got a spider on it. Oh, spider girl. Yeah. Immediately, or so, you know, yeah. they've got a cape and they look like they've got you know red and blue and white going on. They're Supergirl, Batman, Batman. Yeah, everything's Superman, Batman, Spider Girl, Spider Man. Yeah, that's always funny when people are like, "Oh, are you are you Spider Girl?" And I'm like, kind kind of close. Spider Girl's an actual character. I'm not. Yeah. I'm I'm not that one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to the other thing is. Um, one thing that I'm looking forward to cosplaying soon, besides the other plans that we've made, mm. is uh, Pennywise. <gasps> Pennywise the Dancing Clown from It! I've been, I've been wanting to do it for a long time. And not the original Pennywise because the movie was great for its time and it's a classic. And, and Tim Curry did, is yeah. like the man. That's right. And I think it's great. I love that movie. I especially loved it when I was younger because it scared the, you know, it scared the shit out of the people I was with when we were watching it. Um, not you though. I love that new Pennywise design. And the forehead is huge. Yeah. And I'm just getting like everything together now so that I can get that clown going. It's not going to be in time for the movie, I don't think. I don't mm. know. I'm not too sure what the release date is of that movie. I don't know. Um, I'm excited for it yeah, anyway. But I really want to to do that clown costume. Are you going to do like all the prosthetics and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. It'll be the prosthetics, the big gigantic clown we get the back. I'm going to carry around some red balloons. 
Dude. tea soak the the clown outfit you know sounds nuts. it's great because be amazing. people hate clowns I, you've seen the it trailer right yes i have of course of course it was like one of the only books that i ever read as a kid yeah and i think this weekend this past weekend they actually released the full they're referring to it as the full it trailer the full it trailer yeah it's like the full version of all the little mini snippets oh, okay right 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 so it was a full it trailer um and it Honestly, it just made the movie look even cooler. There were some scenes in this little trailer that showed Pennywise in different positions we haven't seen him in. It doesn't show much about adults. I know the first movie was um, – it was so based on the fact that these adults were it, – It was based around – so it focused on the kids when they were younger. Yeah. Like So the, the, they encountered Pennywise when they were kids yep. and then they defeated him and then they grew up and then he came back and That's they had right. to re-defeat him um, – as adults and it was like this whole thing where it was like they're still scared yeah to that day it makes me feel like they i don't know if they will but they may stretch this movie out over two movies i hope they don't yeah i really want it to be about the kids because i that's just look the the book goes into them being adults and stuff like that like um but i i like the vibe that i get from this movie because it reminds me of stranger things yep um and so watching these kids like go around on their bikes and it's like old school and stuff like that i'm like this is the best and i want a whole movie of that yeah the kid that plays will is it will well looking off screen for chloe you can say it loud mike Yes? It's Mike. Oh. He plays Mike in Stranger Things. He in this film. Is he really? Yeah, he's oh, one shit, of the kids in the, I think it's the Losers Club. So they refer to Yeah, 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 the Losers Club. Um he's he's one of the kids. So oh, damn. there's this whole Stranger Things vibe in there, but at the same time it's got that old school it feel to it. Obviously I'm keen. it's it's it. So I'm amazingly um, keen. Yeah. As a bean. Other horror movie. We're gonna we're gonna be seeing Annabelle. Annabelle yes. soon as well. But it's Annabelle. It's the second Annabelle Shoot. movie. Shoot, I can't remember what the name of it is. Yeah, it's the second Annabelle, Annabelle creation. Movie. Yeah, and she was from what was the original movie? It was The Conjuring. The <laughs> thank you, Chloe. Um, <laughs> reference off screen. Annabelle features in the Conjuring movies. Yep. Um, so I remember in one of the scenes, um, the I think they're they're called the Warrens. Yeah. Yeah. So their kid goes downstairs into like their little, you know, art, you know, artifact room where yep. they keep yep, all yep. of the stuff that's been exercised or whatever. And Annabelle's in like a glass case. And she goes down there and Annabelle's not in there and everyone freaks the hell out. They're just yeah. like, holy shit, the doll's not where it's meant to be. And she's been mentioned in um, the other Conjuring movies as well. Like the paranormal investigator gets interviewed by a dude. He comes down and he's like, oh, is that the real Annadol- a- Annabelle doll? Yeah. Annadol Bell. <laughs> Dyslexia. Not even once. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah, we know about Annabelle. She's got her own movie and now we're going to go see the second one, which is apparently a prequel. Yeah. Yeah, it's a prequel to the first Annabelle movie that I saw. And I... I, I, um, I mean, I love the Conjuring movies. They're great. Um, when they tried to make this spin-off, which it kind of was a spin-off. I mean, it's the Annabelle, you know, it's a standalone Annabelle film. Um, it had its moments in it that were good, but it kind of left me wanting more. So I'm really hoping that this new Annabelle movie, which looks pretty good. It's set out on like a countryside farm. It's a, a house that is like an orphanage home, I think, to, to young girls who obviously are all going to be interested in this doll. And it just looks like it's going to be pretty creepy. So I'm hoping for something creepy. Anytime um, people are out on a farm and it's like secluded and they're just like, man, this house is huge. It's like, oh my God, you people are going to die. So many ways to fucking die in so that house. So much bad shit is going to happen to you. And it happens every time. It happened in The Conjuring as well. It's like, man, I'm so happy we're moving away from the city <laughs> and they go to this murder hut in the middle of nowhere. And I'm like, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> Jesus Christ, will you learn? Okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 
it's going to be good. I'm excited. Fingers crossed it's going to be good. We're going to, we'll go to the event. We'll take a couple of little photos of it. I don't think it's like a full-blown premiere or anything. It's just a screening. Yeah. But, but we will have a review, I'm assuming. We will, a Boneyard review on that. That should I'm be just, really interesting. I'm just glad that there's horror movies in the cinemas. You know what I mean? Like, there's an oversaturation of rom-coms and chick flicks and action movies. And those are great. Like, don't get me wrong. I hella love, like, Legally Blonde and Miss Congeniality are some of my favorite chick flicks. But then... It's it's so hard to sell a horror movie to people to be something more than just a, oh my God, I was so scared when I went and saw this movie. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I was having this conversation with Chloe today. The We were watching some videos of when the uh, Friday the 13th movies came out and when- um, Like originally? Like the original ones? Yeah, the original ones. ones. Okay. And, and the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. They literally treated Jason and Freddy like celebrities in like our celebrity universe that we've got. You know, they were practically back in their time, the Tom Cruise and and the Brad Pitt of the celebrity world. They used to be on talk shows to promote the events. They used to be on things like the wrestling. They'd make special appearances. That's Chucky, amazing. Chucky made an appearance in like WCW back in the day. That's amazing. Um, And it's so good to see it happening. Not so to that extent, but we're seeing horror movies make a mainstream kind of return. Because back in like the early, early 90s, late 80s, they used to be like celebrities. You'd see them everywhere. Um, Friday the 13th and, and Nightmare on Elm Street were awesome. People loved seeing Jason and, and uh, Freddy. And it was just really cool. Um, that had went missing for a long time. Yeah, it's so, like people just go there and they're like, it was scary. And, and that's it. I'm like, yeah, but what did you think of the movie? And they're like, it's a horror movie. There's no, there's nothing else other than was I scared. I'm yeah. like, but were you entertained? And they're just like, oh. I'm my fingers are crossed, and I'm really looking forward to when they make the spinoff from the other Conjuring film involving the nun. Oh, yeah. uh, that thing like Vatic or something. I can't remember what the 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 demon's name the is. Name is yeah. But that the the nurse with the face and oh my god, it's so scary. Yeah, I like that. And and that was a is cool that going to be a spinoff? Yeah, they want to make a standalone nun film, so yeah. that's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, recently, Chucky. They made a new Chucky, and that went straight to DVD. Which is unfortunate. That is unfortunate because uh, Chucky is super cute. I know. Hanging out over here. Yeah. He's adorable. Yeah, yeah. Can you cosplay him one day, please? Yeah. I want to do like a little punky version of him. I think that'd be cool. I'll do Tiff. A little mohawk and some scarring and stuff. It'd be pretty mad. So Hectic. That would be good fun, I think. So, yeah. So, um... So horror movies wise, it looks like things are coming back. It's going to be really fun to see where horror goes in the next year. I said this last year with some of the good ones that we had as well, but I think we're finally on this nice little path of having some really cool horror movies come out. They've even made a new Saw movie. What? Yeah. What? How many are we up to though? Jigsaw. So it's not Saw 57. It's like Jigsaw. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Someone, it's either him making a return from the grave somehow or, um, (laughs) as they all do, um, or it's going to be a um, person who is inspired by his work and he's left behind some content for whoever wants to pick up. Wasn't that Amanda in like the second one? Yeah, I'd say she's going to be back in it because she's not really in anything else, is she? I don't know. I haven't seen her in She's probably not busy. Yeah, so it looks like she's going to make a return. So fingers crossed we end up somewhere with, you know, some really good horror movies in the future. I can only hope for that to happen. Jigsaw, that would be nice. All right, well, we touched on on you cosplaying as Pennywise. Yes. Um, And I actually did something else the other week that I kind of want to talk about, but we should talk about that after this short ad break. Welcome back, everyone, from that short ad break. I hope you enjoyed those bread gloves where you can turn everything that you love into a sandwich. Bread gloves, they're good. You are not wearing cosplay anymore. Yeah, no. Magical uh, outfit change. I I was very hot. Um, also, pugs are rad and pizza is good. Yeah, I, mean, I was watching the commercial 
And then the bread gloves. You were there, and there was just no pow. Yeah, right there. The hell is that? Uh, it's the power of editing and uh, movie magic. Why haven't I changed? Well, you didn't bring another outfit, Why didn't did you? you? Edit me. Why don't you just edit yourself, all right? These guys suck. Why don't you edit yourself a better attitude? <laughs> what are you doing? Why have you, why have you got this? What's here? I've, What's here? This, these are my notes, so I know what I'm doing. So that so you were downloading that game. Okay. Oh, the sex that, that, game. The game. <laughs> the house party game. Yeah. Dude, that's copped. Okay, that's copped so much. Like, it's it's a huge thing. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it was removed from Steam. Do you want to do you want to give some context as to what we're talking about? Because this game is it's a bit controversial. Yeah, it didn't it didn't exactly sit well for me, but you know, f- there are certain reasons why. It's basically a game where you go around and you're at a house party as the name suggests, and what you have to do is you, like, get drunk and fight people and you've got to do all these, like, naughty kind of missions and stuff yep. like that. You basically go around and you're a delinquent. Yeah, so it's it's in steps, right? So you'll approach somebody, it'll come up with a, a bunch of prompts, mm. and then you choose the phrase that you think is best going to get <gasps> you what you need. Like dream daddy. Yeah. When you romance all the daddies. Well, yeah, and then this one kind of takes it that step further. And from what I hear, there were challenges in there, like getting people to – Convincing them to walk around the party with no clothing on. Yeah. Um, so that they could be made fun of. Hey, Gabs, you want five bucks? Yes. Take off your top. All right, let's go. That's I mean, it. <laughs> That's how you do it. I was going to say 10. Oh, well, damn. But you, damn. You underestimate my value of myself. Now on Patreon for five dollars. Uh, <laughs> that's awful. Um, but you could also there, the the reason why it got taken down is because it's kind of like sexually explicit. Yeah, like, well, it sounds kind of shit, doesn't it? What? You, the whole game is about convincing girls to drink a lot, yeah, so that they'll have sex with you. That's that was the shit part. That was the part where I was like, no, that's not okay. I'm cool with sex. I'm cool with you know you know debauchery and getting naked and getting like into fights, and getting into fights. Violence is fucking awesome. Yeah, I love violence. I mean, Mortal Kombat would be nothing without it. Exactly, yeah. and Mortal Kombat is life, <laughs> pretty much. Just spines and blood and shit everywhere. But it's the whole drinking bit. Yeah, the getting getting her drunk or you know getting him drunk to to have sex. It's consent. Like in the end, it's like you bang somebody if they say that you're allowed to bang them, yeah. and you both agree that you're banging for for the right reasons. Yeah. And that's why I think it got taken off Steam. Some people are saying that it's too sexy. But for me, the most, like, the the worst part of it was the, you know, get this chick drunk and bang her. It's like, yeah, yeah. Mm, nah. So does that make it, that, that that doesn't make it too sexy. That just makes it too dicky. Like, it's too... <laughs> too dicky. Well, it's like, that's a dickish move, like, yeah. to throw into a game, I guess. So that just means that the, the game was way too stupid. Yeah. For, for people who are stupid to tell the two things apart from real life and, and video game. Yeah, exactly. So, so they've taken it down yeah. um, and I think they're making some changes to the game yeah. and then eventually they'll come to an agreement as to what is an acceptable game to put up in yeah, the end. Fair. Um, hopefully, like, it's, it sounds like it could be a lot of fun. It's just like there's a few aspects of it that need tweaking and it's just like, you know, you, you got to dumb it down for everyone in the end. Yeah, I think this game got some traction online before it was taken off Steam as well. It, yeah. was ended, up, it ended up being played by uh, PewDiePie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know when names. he's playing something, he's got at least a few eyes that are going to pay attention to what he's doing. It's a couple million eyes. <laughs> I couldn't cough properly just then. That was me subtle coughing. Yeah, and and so this is this is a game that many people have seen. I think it had like 35,000 downloads before it was taken off yep. Steam. Um. I guess they're they're going to look at they're going to ask the question of do we create a, a part of Steam where we can have these kinds of games where people are going to go and be responsible adults download the games play them realize they're video games and leave them I mean GTA exists 
and there is stupid shit that happens in the world, but, and people try to blame GTA, but really it's a video game and there's, you know, all kinds of stuff happening in there. This might get that same treatment, but I think it needs a bit of a tweak before it, that before is, it gets back. That is it. a subject that's friggin' huge. You know, is there a direct correlation between what people do in real life and video games and mm. stuff like that? It's just too bloody big to discuss. And it will only get bigger with VR because oh then you are really in the scene. The only game that I ever want to play on VR is uh, Bar Fight. Bar Fight? Yeah, you, yeah, you're a little dude and you get smashed and then you fight people. Don't you You drink to become bigger? Yeah, Because you it makes big. you heaps more you confident. You get smashed and you're like, and then you hulk out and then you smash people. Yeah. And I know that that's a video game. But see, that's the handy use of VR. What do you mean? I mean, who wants to go into a bar and really fight? Oh, oh well, Dan, I'm, you tried to fight everyone in Texas. You'd walk past a bar, you'd hear somebody talking, you'd be like, what? And pull you by only, only if they seemed to come in the way of us being safe. Which wasn't anyone in the end, because look, I, I danced with more poles than I did fight anybody. You, you danced with like 40 poles on yeah. the way back to the hotel. Yeah. Anyway, we should move on and talk about prosthetics, okay. because I said that we would, and we just totally went in a different direction. No, I know, but That's I, thought all right. I thought you were looking up the sexy it's, game. No, it's, I have house party written here as a note, so there you go. We did something <laughs> constructive. All right, prosthetics. I'm not talking about like limbs and stuff. I'm talking about like face prosthetics, like special effects makeup and things like that. Can we, before we jump into special effects makeup and stuff like that, Yes. can we talk about them limb prosthetics for a sec? Why? Do you know there are people out there who actually have like all their limbs, but are really interested in losing one so they can get a fake one? There's a word for it. Google it. I don't know what it is. But <laughs> Google literally, it. What are we, journalists? there are people out there who are like, I really want a fake arm. I really want a fake leg. I can see the the, the, the desire to have something like, you know, cyborg prosthetics, mm -hmm. like arms and stuff that are made out of like adamantium and you yeah. can like punch through another person. Yeah. But I can't see an able-bodied person thinking, you know, it would be great if I didn't have an arm yeah. or a leg it's or a something thing. like that. That's know. weird. It's like one of those weird kinks where... Oh, I'm not kink shaming. No, no, no. I don't no, want to no, kink no, shame no, anybody. No, but no, no. It's like one of those, like, it can be... Uh, Whatever it is that you're interested in, yeah, but this yeah. is one of those things people are interested in. They're like really into the idea of you having know like a fake limb. Fair I'd enough. Totally be down to have Jack's arms. Oh yes! Oh my god! Like, or, or like legs that I could switch on to to like be normal legs, like like you know, the Chicken Kingsman legs. with the with the knife legs. Yeah. and she's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. guts people. Or I like lift my foot up and a rocket shoots out the bottom. And or just you have a someone. toaster in your leg that just makes toast. I would, I've heard that that could be interesting. I hear it's practical and that I, you don't have to clean it. I would also need a peanut butter thigh <laughs> on the other leg just so that I could work the two together. All right, moving along. Jeez but let's get Christ. into the prosthetics we're here to talk about. Oh, my God, yes. You recently went to a thing. You modeled at a thing called IMATS. Yeah, which is like International Makeup Artists Convention kind of thing. What's the T for? I don't remember. I was waiting trade for the whole something. thing. I was like, trade show. Trade show? Yeah, let's go with that. Be an, oh, yeah, there's an S at the end. Yeah, IMATS, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High five. Well done. I like it. Good high five. That was good. I was like, holy shit. I White people have to this. confirm that their high five was good. Otherwise, they have to retake <laughs> it. it. <laughs> so white. Yeah. So I went to IMATS and I was lucky enough to model for a, a special effects makeup artist that I've been following for quite a while on Instagram. His name is Sydney. Um, his handle is I Shoot the Dead. If you're interested, I'll probably put it yeah, in the, put it description. the description. Check it out. You can see the work that we did. Um, basically, I've dabbled in you know special effects makeup before things like liquid latex and adhesives for your face and yep. stuff like that and 99 percent of the time home jobs are not good 
like something gets stuck to something else and you end up losing an eyebrow or, you know, you, you end up with your face stuck to a door and yep. then the fireman involved and then you have to explain to your parents what you were doing with the turkey baster in the kitchen in the first place. And why you keep leaking when you walk around the exactly. room. Exactly. It's all so weird. So to go to IMATS and to sit down and to actually have somebody do my makeup properly for yep. a change and not just tell me, uh, yeah, maybe that won't come out. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting because... Uh, prosthetics in in my experience the cheap ones n- not the best and they feel kind of bad yep. um and they smell yep. and then i went and i did a full face um half bald cap witch prosthetic yep fortunately i didn't have to wear i uh, uh, contact lenses because my eyes were another prosthetic over the top that looked like my eye had been shown sut yeah. shown shown, shown sut, sut. Sewn shut. I've done that twice. Let's get a counter. <laughs> Gabby's dyslexic counter down the bottom. Josh, put it up here. That's a job for Ding. later. Um, and so I had my eyes sewn shut. Good. Nice. I like it. We'll high five. All right. Good high five. I like it. <laughs> um, and it was just a really cool experience. It was actually a very comfortable, enjoyable experience having my makeup done. Um, and it got me thinking of all the times that you've taken your life into your own hands and applied a full head of liquid latex yeah. and how not good that is. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> if you do it right, and I'm going to I'm gonna tell you now, I've done my research on all this kind of stuff. If you've done it right, you actually turn out fine at the end, which yeah. is like, it's fine. I mean, I've done my research and when I did the full head of liquid latex, not a problem. Um, but I have made the mistake of wearing um, rigid collodion for like nine hours. Richard Collodion's that gel that you put across your skin and it like pinches yeah, it. Yeah, it actually takes the moisture out of your skin and pinches it, makes it look like a scar, um, which is great. It's awesome. It's easy to apply. You can find it in comic uh, comic shops, in uh, makeup shops or Halloween stores when Halloween costume comes around. Stores. Yeah, costume stores have it. Um, wearing it for ages is not a problem either. If you have a shower and you use the warm water to, to get the moisture back in your skin, it peels off. It's really good. Um, but I have this tendency to wear the rigid Collodion and then pick it off in the car on the way home. That is just such a no-no. Yeah, yeah. The amount of times I've done that and taken like a whole bunch of skin off my face. So that's like, that's your bad stuff. But I, I really am into special effects makeup. I know. I love you, doing it. You posted on Instagram recently a picture of um, your prosthetic Joker makeup that you yeah. did once. And that was so cool because the Joker's been done a million times. But yeah. how many times do you see it like in somebody's own take with prosthetics? Yeah, I think the reason we did this, it was for a Halloween cruise as well. So I just was, I was like, well, I just want to be more clowny. So I'm going to mix Joker in with a bit of a clown and, you know, we'll go from there. Um, if you get the right stuff and if you learn the right techniques, you can really do it well as you would have seen at IMATS. Like that's really cool. And even doing it at home, it's an expensive hobby. Yeah. It is a very expensive hobby, especially to get all the perfect stuff that you need. Um, but, I mean, if you look around, I, I have a piece here, and it's of the clown that I used. He's got a piece here. Here's one he prepared earlier. I prepared this earlier. Okay, so this is from the Scream team, um, and that's pretty much what you get. There is a nose in there somewhere as well, but it's only very tiny. Going to check with broadcast on the glare on Can this one. Can we see that? I'm going to – yeah, there. There we go. Beautiful. Thank you, broadcast. Love you long time. Excellent. Okay, so this is from the Scream team, and this is the clown prosthetic. It I, looks kind of like a vagina. Name. Yeah, it does. And – all the magic really happens once it's on your face and when you start to apply your little bits of paint and your extra little pieces that go onto it. Apply vagina to face magic happens. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And then you've got liquid latex around the outside of it to blend it into skin. And there are so many techniques that you need to know. Like, did you know that you use a glue stick on your eyebrows with these things? If you're doing a home job. Home job. Yeah. You can use just a normal glue stick that you would have used in school to glue your paper into your books. Um, use a glue stick over your eyebrows so that you don't rip them out. 
when you take the prosthetic off. Oh, there you Most go. Most people don't realize that a glue stick does that job for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, but then you have to wash out the glue with like warm water yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is something that you'll probably take off when you get home. Mm. Um, and something like that in Australia particularly, I think we're paying about $120 for a prosthetic like that. And then you need your liquid latex, you need your prosthetic glue, your prosthetic remover, because without the remover, the glue stays on for... A week. I remember we were at Haven and you were doing a demonstration for Deadpool makeup. Um, we had 20 minutes to get that done. Yeah. <laughs> um, there wasn't a lot of time. Yeah. And so I helped by holding a hairdryer. It was a over, heat gun. Yeah. It was a heat gun. See, normally I would use a hairdryer on mm. a low setting, mm. but you brought a heat gun. You're like, yeah, yeah, this is quicker. And we put it on the high like, setting. Oh my we had 20 minutes. God. Yeah. So I'm sitting there blasting your head and you're telling me whether or not your face is burning. Yeah. At this point, you're like, yeah, no, nah, further away. Okay, now nah, go back in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's now. like certain depths that you can be at before my head feels like it's on fire. So we've got to like, you and need someone who really like, the communication's got to be great on this so that you don't end up with it. a hole in there. But it was it was good. It worked out well. It looks amazing. It's Look, It looks really cool. Yeah. But at the same time, when you were done with it, you know what you did? You found a piece, you hooked it and you peeled. Yeah. You just peeled it. Yeah, yeah. And then we were sharing a room at the time for Haven and I went into like the shower the next morning and there was just liquid latex fucking everywhere yeah, over the shower. It looked like you uh, like had a skin condition. Yeah, yeah. Liquid latex looks like a second skin, especially it's with all nasty. the foundation and stuff yeah. on it. And so it's so good a lot of the time to just peel it off and have it like flailing and hanging and you'll be walking around and people looking at you like, what yeah. is this freak doing? It's just like you need to go back inside. Yeah. I had that at IMATS. We, um, I wore the makeup for like an hour or two, walked around and did some photos and stuff like that. It looked incredible yeah. how did it feel on the face do you know what this was the surprising part i've never worn a full prosthetic i've worn like bits and pieces of ones yep. um this one was so comfortable yep it was ridiculous and it was like sydney did it really well obviously like he does it for a living yep. you know he's worked on shows he's worked with like a bunch of people in the industry and so to have him do it i was just like yeah if this is how it feels all the time then sign me up and he's like if you're gonna do cheap home jobs there's a chance that it won't feel like that yeah. but if you like take the time and you try really hard it probably will yeah um and the prosthetic was actually mixed with like different nice smelling things like yeah. his friend makes prosthetics yeah and it actually smelled like vanilla yeah it smelled incredible and it was really lightweight and you know the only thing that was a bit uncomfortable were the adhesives and things like that so like Sydney was cramming stuff up my nose yeah. and like doing it around this area. And I was just like, mm. that, was, that was just so you didn't die from inhalation. Exactly. Yeah. He was like, breathe in. And I'm like, mm. and then he's like, okay, now you can breathe. I'm like, <laughs> excellent. Um, but I walked around and I wore the makeup for, you know, an hour. And then when it came time to take it off, I'm like, oh my God, I'm dreading this part the most. He's yep. like, why is that? And I'm like, the amount of times that I've just ripped stuff off yeah, my face <laughs> and it's just not been a pleasant experience. Not when you're at IMAX. I know, right? <laughs> he's like, hmm, we're going to do it a little bit differently to that. I'm like, and so he, he comes over and he's got this bottle and he's like, this will just take it right off. And yep. I'm like, bullshit, I don't believe you for a second, but all right. And so he starts applying it and this thing just peels. peels. Yeah. And it just basically falls off. But then Josh took like a, a picture of me halfway through the removal process. And because Sydney painted the prosthetic yep. red yep. before he went over with flesh tones, Your face as you red. peeled it off, I just looked like I'd been in a horrible accident. <laughs> it was haunting. Yeah. And I was like, I could just leave it like this. Just leave it like this and scare people who I don't like. Mm -hmm. But the removal process at, at IMATS was top notch. 10 out of 10 would go again and have my face made into a hag. Yeah. It was incredible. It's good fun. I love wearing prosthetics. And that's just because of the reaction people yeah. give you. And you feel so different. You don't feel like yourself anymore. It's no. one thing to cosplay and put on a costume. Your face is still pretty much the same. Yep. But to put on a prosthetic, 
Changes you entirely. I was, you know, I was this blind witch. And so I had a jar and it had my eyeballs in it and there was a light. And so you switch the light on and it looks like this jar is just this orange Glowing. liquid with eyes in. So I was walking around IMATS like holding my eyes up to people and like bumping into them. And they'd turn around and like, oh, sorry. And I'd hold my eyes up to them and like, oh, Jesus, no, please, <laughs> Lord. I scared, scared a bunch of women. They were walking around like, oh my God, that's so scary. Oh my God, it's following us. Mom, it's following us. And I would just walk after them. It's like, no, seriously, she's freaking me out now. And I'm just like, this is the best. <laughs> so that's what, and I think that's kind of like why old horror movies, I was watching Evil Dead the other day. Yep. It was on TV. I was looking at it and I'm like, I really appreciate special effects makeup artists now. And because what it takes. And what it takes to apply these to people and have them walk around in it. Stuff like that. It's really cool. Yeah, it's good fun. Has it, has it really pushed you to want to do it again? Have you got any ideas on anything new that you would like to try? I'm actually doing um, – I'm not doing – it's not so much uh, prosthetics. I'm doing a body painting job with okay. um, some people in a few weeks' time yeah. where they're basically going to paint me up to look like a bit like Mystique okay. from X-Men. Yep. So doing IMATS was kind of like a push in the direction that I wanted to model makeup for people a little bit, but like the cool out there kind. But I feel like – I would want to make my own character, like yep. buy a prosthetic and then build on that um, and kind of make a character from like a universe that I enjoy, like maybe Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, yeah. or something horror, things like that. Like, you know, the nurse from um, the Conjuring series yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. doesn't necessarily have a lot of prosthetics, but it's really scary. So maybe to make something really horrifying, that would be interesting. Yeah, I think the best part about it is just being someone totally different other than yourself. Like, you, you I'm pretty cool, but like, yeah, yeah. sometimes. I got to be I, – I, prosthetics for Skeletor. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Oh and my gosh. Even wearing the prosthetic in a in a skull mask the whole day with a hood over my head. It was just it's perfect because people literally just look at you and have no idea who you are. They're shitting their pants half the time if they're afraid of things easily, like if they're easily scared. And and they appreciate the time that you'll put into that kind of stuff. So yeah. how long did it take at IMATS to apply the whole like the whole lot of It's kind of a blur to me broadcast um do you remember five hours, four Probably hours? Four hours, yeah. Good couple of hours. Yeah. I was sitting in a chair, but I was, you know, I was really relaxed at one point because I had both of my eyes covered in prosthetics. I kept closing them. Yeah. And Sydney was like, I have to keep talking to you because it does happen. People have often fallen asleep when getting prosthetics done, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. when both of their eyes are closed. Yeah. And so like, but the time just kind of like went by. I really didn't notice, but it takes a while. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. I, I've always had a thing for prosthetics. So I think if you're interested in prosthetics, look into it, learn how to do it properly. And learn how to remove it properly yeah. as well. And and skin test everything look, first. You might be allergic to something. Buy the shit you need. Honestly. Buy the shit you need to remove it properly, to apply, uh, to apply it properly. Buy the stuff you need to apply underneath your prosthetics so that you have a comfortable face for the whole day. And buy the good stuff. Like I just can't think of anything worse than <laughs> applying a prosthetic that is uncomfortable and they're removing it incorrectly and then just having shitty skin and it just, it's a horrible experience if you don't yeah. do it well. It, it works really well for cosplay. So yes. convention wise, definitely, especially if it's winter and you're not going to sweat like crazy and melt it off your own face. Prosthetics are the best. Man, I hate cosplays. Like <laughs> having a cosplay to seasons. I was thinking about it the other day, actually. I was like, when we went and did, uh, we did Sydney, Sydney Oz Comic Con. Yep. Um, and I think that's in, I think it's in October. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, end of yeah, October. I think so. Yep. And so that's like, what, spring? But it was cold. Yep. I, rem I remember we did it and it was cold. And I was wearing He-Man. 
It was a stupid costume. It was amazing. It was a good costume. Like, I had a great time. You looked incredible as Skeletor. But I remember standing in the cold and just hating my life because I picked a dumb costume to wear at the wrong time. Yeah. And all I can think of now that we've brought it up is if you're going to make a costume and take it to a convention, just make sure that you're aware of what season you're going to be wearing it in. Yeah. And the environment that you're going to be wearing it in. Or prepare to suffer for your art. Yeah. That's usually what we go with. Hence why you were sitting here sweating in, in Gwenham. So sweaty. Tonight. It was so sweaty. I was like, I held my pits to like to, to here. I was just like, all right, now don't lift your arm up because everyone will see that you're a human being and you sweat. But then they'll realize that you're not human because you sweat so much. <laughs> and that'll be awkward. So there you go. Excellent. Anyway, I, I wanted to talk about one last thing. Yeah, hit just, me up. just really briefly. Um, you messaged me over the weekend. You're like, hey, bro, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm busy. And you're like, that's a shame because I'm going to the city and I'm picking up something from King's Comics. Yeah. I was like, what are you getting? Oh, cool. Okay. So it's sitting here in the background and I can take it off because it's really light. So I can grab it and I'll pull him over here and show everybody. So he wasn't that expensive either. I don't know how many people will be familiar with this, but if you were ever a fan of the 1966 Batman, I think it's 66 if I'm looking at that year, 1966 Batman, uh, Bruce used to slide down a bat pole to get yeah, into the bat cave. Yeah, he did. Bat pole. The bat pole was hidden in a bookcase or in a bookshelf. So it was behind. Oh, it was sneaky. Like a secret Here, I'll hold him door. like that for you. Cool. Um, in order to get into the, the uh, in order to open the, the bookshelf and, and get to the bat pole, he used to have to press a hidden button. And that hidden button is inside Shakespeare's head, who was in the center of his little bookshelf. And so King's Comics currently is the place that I picked this up from. It's really cool. It's, um, it's a money bank. It's like those... I was wondering what the hell it was yeah. because when you were telling me about it, I was like, it's cool. It's really obscure. And that's kind of why I wanted you to talk about it a little bit because yeah. I posted a picture and somebody was like, want. What is that? <laughs> want. And I'm like, how do you know what that is? Unless it's just a really cool looking thing. Like, yeah. I honestly, if you would just had that in your room, I'd be like, Dan, you're such a nerd. Yeah. What the hell? Why have you got why? this? Because that's yeah. totally not me. But as soon as I saw it, I knew exactly what it was. And all it is currently missing is a bright red old school corded phone. Like the old. Yeah. Why don't you have one of those yet? I, that's on its way. I'm seeing rum. I'm seeing rum. I'm seeing If I get bourbon. a red phone, where's all the rum going to sit? <laughs> you might just have to <laughs> not put it up on your shelves. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll just have to leave it on the floor. But, but that's really cool. It's cool. It, they're available now as well. Um, I like him. He's cool. He's not heavy. You put all your money in him and he's huge. I'm going to eventually Did you that much money? Up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. sure. Send, send us, sure. everyone send us a dollar so we can put it in the money bank. If you want to send us a dollar, <laughs> we'll put it in the Shakespeare head. Please don't actually send us money. Jesus, that would be so weird. Send Especially it. if it's coins. Send us money. Fuck you to whoever sends a shrapnel. Send us money. <laughs> but yeah, thank, thank you for there sharing. Like little display. He's not light when you said he was really? light and you picked him up i was light. like no he's not yeah, i like him i think he's cool i don't work out enough <laughs> so yeah so, oh well smash my tv um, <laughs> i hear you don't need that anyway no no it's all right once there's money in there we can get another one um <laughs> yeah so he's cool he's the purchase of the week now i don't aim to get something new for this shelf every week otherwise i will literally have no money yep but i'm trying to mix things up a little bit so maybe we'll get some horror going on i'd love to to get some horror going I on. I love that you week, have so. enough stuff in your room to change the set yeah. every time. Yeah, it'll probably go back to what we had last week in like a few weeks' time, but we'll we'll muck around and see what we can get. I've we got... should we should make an I spy game. Yeah. So we should hide like as much crap in there as we can and then be like, you know, 
pick like we'll, we'll hide something and we'll have to get people to find hide it. something. And if you find it, you win a prize. Well, you you win the dollar that you sent us to put in the Shakespeare head. We'll send you a dollar. We'll send you a dollar. Yeah, I spy. It's coming at a you. Metaphoric bitch. dollar. I uh, I also like the idea of a game that we came up with when we were um, we were talking about the podcast before we started. Okay, explain I don't, it. Cause I don't remember if it was a game or if it was just a thing that we wanted to do. I, I Goon of the Month. I like Goon of the Month. I think Goon of the Month is a good idea. If you I don't, don't know what Goon is, do you, do you want to explain Goon? Should I explain? Goon is cheap cask wine that comes in a box and it comes in a foil packet that's pretty much inflatable and it's piece of shit. It's the it's best. It's not good. It's so Aussie. It's And that's why I thought. I was like, you know, Who you know like a bunch it? of Australians, we wouldn't do it, maybe wouldn't do it on the podcast. We put it, you know, on like some underground site, like the black market of the YouTubes. <laughs> I don't know. Does that exist? If you like the idea of us having Goon of the Month, even if it comes down to the fact that we will get a particular goon, we won't show you what it is. We'll just take it out of the box and keep it in its little sack. We'll play a video game of some sort. We'll record it, and the loser has to do a particular thing with this goon. I don't like goon. Maybe either. drink it out of a shoe. I don't. Mm. I don't. Maybe, shoeies. I mean, you can do shoeies. Maybe they have to drink a whole glass and scull a glass of it. Or we'll maybe you put it on the hill's hoist and you spin it around. And you yeah. play goon of fortune. I don't want to have to buy a hill's hoist just to play hill's hoist. Oh, I don't have one either. <laughs> Broadcast. Can we please get a hill's hoist so we can play goon of fortune? If you want to send us a hill's hoist. Send us a dollar so we can buy goon <laughs> and we can buy a hill's hoist. But yeah, leave it in the comments. We want to play a couple of games. If you've got any drinking challenges, that's one thing that has been asked of us a few times since the first video went up. They went, I've heard, you guys should do a drinking challenge. And I feel like we should combine that with maybe Mortal Kombat on the arcade machine one week. I'm going to get stomped. I can't play Mortal Kombat and I can't drink for shit either. It's perfect. It's not good. It's a good suggestion. I Yeah, I think that if people have any suggestions, questions, comments, please leave them in the comment section below or hit us up on Twitter. You can find me at Lucky Bones. You can find us at Boneyard Arcade. You can find me at Grim Bones and hit us up anywhere. Give us any kind of suggestion. If it's something like you should use a screen when we're using a screen, I like your thinking. It means that we're ahead of the game. <laughs> but at the same time, if it's like, I want you guys to get drunker every week, but I want you guys to do it while you're playing a stupid video game, or I want Gabby to wear a different cosplay um, now that I've watched the video a thousand times. Thousands and thousands and thousands of views will get you different cosplays, so maybe let's go with that. Hit us up with stupid suggestions, because I'm usually down to do dumb shit. Yeah, down for shenanigans. Until next episode. Yeah, take care and subscribe. Bye, guys. <laughs>